Did you know there was a free five-part podcast series all about classroom management? In this series, learn how I went from using traditional classroom management strategies without a lot of success to becoming a behavior detective. Discover how I help children with root cause of their behavior issues instead of just addressing the behavior itself. If you want to take a listen to this new series, just check the show notes. You're listening to the Lovely Preschool Teachers Podcast, the podcast for quick, actionable ideas and tips to help you up your confidence and joy in educating little learners. I'm your host, Ashley Rives. Let's get to the show. Welcome back to the Lovely Preschool Teachers Podcast. This is episode 29, Gross Motor Development in Preschool. Maria Montessori said, watching a child makes it obvious that the development of his mind comes through his movements. And I could not agree more. And the more we learn about brain research, the more we know how much movement plays a role. The fact that children love to move so much and sometimes can't figure out how to stop should really tell us how much they depend on movement to learn about the world around them. Sadly, though, gross motor development in the preschool years is often overlooked in classrooms. Many teachers think outside play is enough to develop any gross motor skills that are needed. And the truth is, developing gross motor skills needs more attention. With a big push for academic learning, planning gross motor activities has just gotten brushed off to the side. But gross motor development in preschool is important, and here are a few reasons why. First up, they're building up those core muscles, building up the muscles needed for sitting posture for later when they're going to be sitting at a desk and working on an important skill of writing. Also, gross motor activities help create healthy habits of exercise at a young age, And when children have long school days and high academic expectations, it can be stressful. And so gross motor activities really help alleviate some of that built-up stress in their bodies. Gross motor activities can also help children learn how practice makes them better. And it helps build that self-esteem. If you've ever seen a child who tries and tries and tries to climb up the slide and finally makes it or waits and waits to grow and practices using the monkey bars and finally gets it, you'll see this confidence in play. Once they've kind of conquered that, they are so very proud of themselves. And we see that buildup of self-esteem. Children using their imagination is also a great benefit of gross motor activities because children can pretend to be different animals to play pretend gross motor games with all their friends while fostering their imaginations. We always have a lot of puppy dog games going on, a lot of running and hiding games going on. And all that imagination and that gameplay also leads into the social aspect, which is amazing as well. I also love watching children learn how to solve problems when in a gross motor stimulating environment. They are learning how to climb to the top of the play equipment or what are they going to have to do to get over a log or how do we move this sand from here to there? So much great problem solving going on. 
And we also see risk assessment. Children learn to assess risk when they're moving their body in different ways. They assess what feels safe to do and what feels like a risk. And they determine whether they're going to, you know, take that risk and if it's worth it to them. So lots of risk assessment going on too. And last, we see that we just have happier children. Ask elementary kids, what is your favorite part of the day? For a lot of them, it's going to be recess because they were born to move and moving makes them happy. So how can preschool teachers help children develop strong gross motor skills? Well, we can plan it into our day. Now, please keep in mind that these times of day that I'm going to suggest to you are in addition to their outdoor playtime because it is important and a lot of our benefits come from children being able to play freely as they see fit in the outdoor environment or an indoor larger environment if outdoor play is not conducible. So keep that in mind that this is these um, things that I'm going to go over with you are just an addition to our already outdoor time. Because while that's an amazing, wonderful time for them, we also need to build it in in other parts of our day because it's just not enough. I have three great times for you to plan gross motor activities, and those include carpet time, movement time, and transitions. Children can get antsy when sitting at the carpet for too long. And so if you are having circle time or another whole group activity, a great thing to do is just plan to break that time up in half with a movement activity. So whether it be a song movement activity, something with beanbags, something with scarves, something with tapping sticks something to get them up and moving. We usually do a song because children absolutely love moving to songs and it is easier for us to do together on the carpet. But keep in mind if you're going to keep them at the carpet for very long that just go ahead and plan that gross motor time. And so it's going to go so much more smoothly if you do that. And children absolutely love that time to get up and move their bodies. Another great time to plan in some movements is during transitions. So when you're moving from one activity to another, whether it's throughout the school building or maybe just in your own classroom, challenge students to a gross motor activity. For example, when lining up to wash hands, encourage children to catch a beanbag that you throw before lining up. Or maybe you can be little bunny rabbits hopping down the hall. Just use that time that you already have to do because you have to transition and just sneak some gross motor skills in there as well. The last great time to bring in some gross motor work is during a movement time. So this is especially helpful if your preschool day is long because maybe you only have the outdoor equipment or the time outside at certain times in the day. And so adding that movement time as a special time in your schedule for different gross motor activities or songs is also great if you feel like you are just not getting enough and you still see lots of wiggles. So that's a great time as well. I also want to point out that this does not have to be complicated. It doesn't have to be in depth and you don't have to go searching the internet for all these ideas. 
just take a minute and say, okay, we're making, we're transitioning down the hallway today, like we do every day. What are some types of skills that I could bring to that? Or we're going to do another movement song. What is my, you know, go-to song? Or maybe creating a playlist of songs that you just go back to and start using. So don't overthink it and don't make it too complicated where you feel like you need to have these elaborate lesson plans. You can easily sneak in gross motor skills without an elaborate lesson plan. Now that you have some ideas about when you can sneak in some gross motor movement throughout your day, now we're going to look at which type of gross motor skills that you could be focusing on. There are three main areas in which we plan activities to nurture gross motor development, and that is locomotor skills, non-locomotor skills, and manipulative movements. Locomotor skills are those that we use when we're moving our body from one place to another. So this might be walking, sidestepping, hopping, galloping, leaping, jumping, running, skipping, all those things that are taking us from one place to another. Non-locomotor skills are those in which we do in place. So pay attention because these are great for the carpet area. Bending, stretching, twisting, turning, push, pull, rise, collapse, swing, sway, dodge, spin, shake, and balance. And last, manipulative movements. These require control of the body and object beyond it. So this looks like throwing, propelling an object away from your body, or catching, receiving, and controlling that object that was propelled. Kicking, using a foot to apply force to an object on the ground, those type of things. And if you're thinking, ooh, that was a lot, how am I going to remember or keep track of all that? No worries. As a way to help you remember which skills you can be working on with your preschoolers, I have a cheat sheet for you. It's free and it's an easy one page resource to help you know the gross motor skills that you can encourage. So when you choose your time of day, Like transitions, you can choose something off of the list, a locomotor skill, because you're moving from one place to another. During carpet time, you may be picking a non-locomotor skill. And then this list also gives you ideas for some items that you can have on your playground so children can practice catching, throwing, whether it's beanbags, whether it's balls, whether it's frisbees, things that you can provide in their environment to give them the opportunity to practice these skills. To grab this gross motor development cheat sheet, head on over to www.lovelycommotion.com slash episode 29. I'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you enjoy this podcast, please share it with a friend. This helps me spread the word and help more preschool teachers just like you. Keep being lovely. Lovely.